Hello. I am a listener-funded creator. If you would like to help me keep going, check out lesbianromantic.com forward slash support. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, Part 10, Pack Up and Leave. Natalie checked the time on her phone. Despite the detour, she was still 15 minutes early. She would have to find something to keep herself busy with. She was nervous as hell, and standing still didn't help. She turned around, considering what she could do. The bakery was closed on Monday. Picking up pastries wasn't an option. She also wasn't sure Raven would appreciate another picnic. Natalie fidgeted with a button on her blouse. She felt hot from the walk, despite the early morning air. Rolling up both of her sleeves, she walked across the street toward the water. She grabbed the metal railing with both hands and looked up at the seagulls flying across the light blue morning sky. Their screeching reminded her of nights spent by the water with friends. She sucked in the fresh air and promptly yawned. Bart really had screwed her over last night, and it had kept her up, fuming as she stared at the ceiling. She loved the man's ideas, but he was a nightmare to work for. As a person, he was an asshole way too often. Making Natalie call Raven to inform her he'd be out of the office had been a douchebag move. Natalie had pushed back at first, telling him he should call her himself. But Bart's reply had been that he would just send an email then. Natalie thought this was unacceptable, and she hadn't relented because of it. She had expected her conversation with Raven to go bad, and she had been right. Raven had been super pissed off at her. Understandably so. It hurt Natalie to think of how different things could have been this morning. After Raven's email last night, Natalie thought they might have spent more time together during lunch or in the evening. Now... That seemed unlikely to happen. Whatever it was that had been there between them in the weekend was probably gone now. Bart had turned Natalie into the harbinger of bad news and disrespect. Natalie doubted Raven would get over that anytime soon. Natalie felt horrible about it all. She thought it might even be the final straw. She had been struggling at work for a while now. Bart always found a way to cross her boundaries and she was increasingly fed up with it. Sacrificing her own well-being? That was something Natalie had done on numerous occasions. It had never felt like a deal-breaker. She always found a way to talk herself out of quitting her job. But losing Raven? That was different. What the fuck? Natalie thought, straightening up and shaking her head. Losing Raven? Really? Natalie reminded herself that Raven was practically a stranger to her. There was nothing for her to lose. Still, a gnawing pain had settled in her chest ever since Raven had hung up the phone last night. Yeah, I'm really going to quit, she thought. Too bad I can't just pack up and leave. Natalie would have to show up for work for at least another two or three months if she did quit. Bart would make her work like hell every single day of those months, she knew. 
In a way, that was more daunting than trying to find a new job. Her parents' reaction wouldn't be pleasant either. Natalie's parents had assumed she would follow in their footsteps as teachers. If she quit her job now, they would start pressuring her again. Natalie had a teaching degree in sports and recreation. Her parents had preferred one in math or history, but had supported Natalie's choices as long as she intended to go into teaching. What she was teaching was less important to them. Natalie's older brother was already on track for a lifelong appointment as a physics teacher. This is what her parents wanted for Natalie, too. A solid career. But Natalie had chosen a different path. She had first seen Bart when her school had invited him for a lecture. His enthusiasm and unbridled ambition had immediately fascinated her. Months later, Natalie had been working on her graduation thesis at the library when she happened upon a magazine that featured Bart. After reading it with growing interest, she had visited his website and discovered that he was looking for a PA. The thought of working for Bart had excited her in a way she hadn't experienced before. Teaching reluctant teenagers how to play volleyball for an entire career suddenly had seemed so dull. She wanted to help change the world. And so, without telling anyone, she had applied for the job. It was the craziest thing she had ever done. She hadn't even told her best friend, Kim, because she couldn't quite explain what had come over her. Much to her surprise, Bart had invited her for an interview the very next day. Natalie had felt dizzy as she made her way to his office in the middle of Ghent's historical center. While sitting across from Bart, it had soon become clear Natalie had none of the qualifications he had been looking for. She didn't have any experience as a personal assistant, nor was she an expert in the software she would use to organize his life. Still, he had asked to explain why she had applied for the job. It had triggered Natalie to do something that was most unusual for her back then. She had spoken freely and passionately about how she thought Bart's ideas could change the world. He had hired her on the spot, saying he always hired based on attitude. Skills could be learned, he had grinned. She had started working for Bart the day after her graduation. It had infuriated her parents. This was all six years ago. It was hard to believe Natalie had stuck with Bart for so long. Kim had tried to convince her to find a new job so many times, with no success. This morning, Natalie felt like she was finally ready. She hadn't even gotten a decent explanation from Bart for his change of plans this week. Yesterday, she had been too flabbergasted to keep insisting he give one. Today, she planned to demand one. Raven deserved to know what was going on. Natalie rechecked the time and was surprised to see it was now one minute past eight. She spun around, embarrassed that she might have kept Raven waiting. But Raven was nowhere to be seen. Natalie frowned and checked her phone for new messages. None. No email from Raven either. Natalie peered inside through the glass revolving door, but the sun's reflection made it impossible to see anything. With her hands in her sides, Natalie looked around, increasingly nervous. Okay, being two minutes late isn't really being late, she told herself. After what Bach did, she doesn't exactly owe his punctuality either. Natalie nodded to herself, swallowing with difficulty. 
Her plan to quit her job had made her briefly forget how incredibly nervous she was to see Raven this morning. She took a few deep breaths in and out, trying to calm herself down. The sun seemed to pack some extra punch this morning. It was going to be a hot day. Natalie already regretted the tight-fitting jeans she had chosen to wear. Her cheeks felt damp under her face mask. The revolving door suddenly started moving. Natalie's eyes flicked to it, but it was hard to see who was in there. Not wanting to seem too eager, Natalie took a step back to give whoever was coming some space. A balding man in khaki shorts stepped outside and raised his hand above his eyes, squinting. Natalie looked away to avoid eye contact. A feeling of dread settled in her chest as she checked her phone again. It was now five minutes past eight. Those minutes felt like an eternity. Natalie shook her head, annoyed at herself, and started pacing back and forth in front of the hotel. I'll wait until she's 15 minutes late, she decided. If she's not here at a quarter past, I will call her. But would Raven even answer the phone? Natalie doubted it. She groaned in frustration and sat down on one of the benches in front of the hotel. She ran her hands through her hair, messing up her ponytail. She didn't even care right now. Okay, if she doesn't answer her own phone, I can always go in and ask the receptionist to call, Natalie decided, rubbing her temples. It seemed a little dramatic, though. Plus, the hotel staff might refuse to interrupt one of their guests early in the morning just because some random stranger asked them to. Good morning, a voice said coolly, interrupting Natalie's thoughts. Natalie's head snapped up. Raven was standing in front of her, an eyebrow quirked up questioningly. <laughs> Good morning, Natalie gasped and jumped up. Raven nodded and took a step back. There was none of yesterday's joy or warmth in her brown eyes. She had small pearls in her ears, which made her look classy, businesslike, and a little distant. Sleep okay? Natalie blurted out. Raven tilted her head. Fine, thank you. Happy to hear it, Natalie replied, scratching the back of her neck. Did you have breakfast? I did, Raven said in a low voice. She rested her hands on her sides and looked around. Natalie shuffled her feet. Her legs felt like they were made of lead. Thanks for your email last night, she said on a whim, desperate to break through Raven's iciness. Raven's eyebrows shot up in response. Natalie's heart rate picked up as she pressed on. <laughs> you were right, she said, chuckling uncomfortably. That was exactly what I was going to say. It really is weird, right? She slowly looked up to meet Raven's eyes, but Raven was staring down at her hands. Natalie saw her face mask shift as if she was about to say something, but then clenched her jaw to stop herself. Natalie had clearly hit a nerve. Maybe not all was lost. Let's get going, Natalie smiled, deciding to give Raven a break for now. It's about a ten-minute walk, and I want to get you settled in before the others arrive. This was part ten of Worth the Risk. Thank you so much to all the fellow romantics around the world who pitched in to make this episode happen. It is thanks to these fellow romantics that I can keep creating in the way that I love to create. Like, for example, with this episode, I went out, went to the hotel 
Raven's Hotel is real. <laughs> Just send me a message if you ever come to Ghent and you want to stay at Raven's Hotel. I will let you know which hotel it is. But I went to the hotel, recorded the outdoor sounds at the door of the hotel. And that kind of geeky, quirky stuff, I wouldn't be able to do it without the support of my listeners, of the listeners who appreciate this kind of stuff. So thank you. Because this is what gives me the energy and the drive and the smile and the fun to keep going. Again, if you too are interested in seeing if you can support my work, go to lesbianromantic.com forward slash support. You can join me on Patreon, support me there and get cool perks in return. Or you can support me directly on the website. All right, that is all for this episode. Thank you so much for spending time with me again. And I will see you soon. Bye.